In Matthew 4.19, Jesus says, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Join us in this conversation as we discuss following Jesus, leadership, and doing life with others. Welcome to the 419 Disciple Makers Podcast. And now back to our conversation with Clark Miller. Well, you've taught me a lot, I'll be honest with you, um, especially about working with men. And um, one of the things I know that, that uh, I heard you say one time, I was hearing you speaking uh, somewhere, and you said that, that um, 90% of a man's problems would be solved if he was in a small group with a Bible and someone to serve. Yep. That would, serve, that would uh, solve about 90%. And I, I was reading in The Christian Man by Patrick Morley, and I saw a story about you and one of the small groups that you've led. So what do you find, Clark, today that men are, um, sorry, if you're a lady listening, um, this probably applies to women as well. Uh, oh, it does. Yeah, and, and so what is it that you have learned in your time of doing all of this that would be helpful for us to know as we disciple other people? What is it about men? Well, yeah, I grew up in a generation where, uh, where you had to suck it up. You know, if you got hurt, you couldn't cry. Men don't cry. Even if you were a kid, men don't cry, and you want to be a man. And somehow we learn uh, early on, at least my generation learned early on, that you just suck it up. So men are pretty good at isolating. You know, um, what's going on inside, you don't share. What's going on inside could be killing you, and you could really be uh, close to the brink, whatever the brink means. Um, but it, if you don't get it out, but I, I found that as you get things out, you cut whatever it is that's troubling you in half. Um, you know, counselors are good at that. Uh, counselors will will give an opportunity in a safe space to be able to get get your thoughts out. And once you get them out, you know they're not quite so big. So um, men, along with that, because of the men don't do that, uh, tend to isolate isolate their feelings, uh, not even pay attention to their feelings, uh, where, where God gave us our feelings. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, growing up in the home that I did, um, it took a lot of years uh, into my 30s and 40s, and I'm still working at it later than that, uh, to be able to identify really what's going on inside my feelings. But I find that it, it's in a group and in dialogue, uh, sharing what's going on. And another guy saying, yeah, I can relate to that. This is what happened to me, uh, that we can become to start to become sane, that we realize mm-hmm. that, hey, I'm not so far off. Uh, and this is how he uh, worked through that issue. Maybe there's hope for me in my issue. Um, well, most, and a result a of, of that. I've found that they don't feel normal. And when you normalize something like it's so, you know, if you feel fear right now or you feel deep concern, that's normal. Yeah. Yeah. It is, but it's not normal to share it. Right. <laughs> so, you know, a small group uh, is in a safe place to, to grow, to share those thoughts, to see how, how God can intersect our lives in that area, that arena. And we feel like we've got to be, you know, just like we had to be good for, the, for our earthly fathers, we feel like we've got to put this persona on for our heavenly father hmm. and everything's okay. Well, I'm learning that God wants to hear that junk in our life because that's what he came to set us free from. Mm. And uh, as as we identify it, we're able to say, hey, God, I'm wrestling with some angry feelings here, some bitterness or some some sorrow. Or, you know, this yesterday, um, what day is today? A couple of days ago, this this whole thing got to me. 
uh, this, this pandemic. And I am an introvert uh, with a lot of social opportunities, but, but I'm an introvert. I thought the By introverts like the like being quarantined. See, that's what I thought too. <laughs> but what you'll find is that a lot of introverts are um, like to be around activity. They just don't like to participate in it. Hmm. Um, so even for, uh, and I'm probably not an introvert, but I like to say that I am. <laughs> even for this introvert here, uh, I'm missing being around activity. Yeah. I'm missing going to my favorite coffee shops and just sitting and watching people. Yeah. Um, because I like to watch humans interact and I don't have that, you know, it's just me, my wife and my dog here yeah. and it's getting a little bit, uh, old. So yesterday I just, I just unplugged and, uh, I worked on the house you and go. I just, I needed that. And that was, I feel better because of it because I got something accomplished. Well, mixing it up, no doubt about it. And, and um, what we've been experiencing is a lot of connection online with people. You know, we've been doing different groups online and trying to reach out to folks where they are. And um, you were talking about men. It's normal to have challenging feelings. It's just not normal to share them. Yeah. And, you know, I, pandemic, you think of the Great Depression. For me, it reminds me of that, something catastrophic. And um, something that's very visual for me is seeing films of men on buildings jumping to their death hmm. during the Great Depression. Right. And I heard something recently from both my daughter-in-law and one of the fellows that uh, is at our headquarters, whose wife is a nurse, that they thought this pandemic would, um, would alter the number of donations, organ donations. Both of them are, my daughter-in-law and this other nurse, are uh, in transplants. Hmm. And they have not seen the traffic deaths um, donations come from the traffic deaths, but the number of donations have not lessened because the number of suicides is up. Oh my goodness. And the number of suicides predominantly in white, um, 35 to 55 year old men uh, are up. Now I'm not sure what the stats are for the, uh, for the women, right. um, but that's where the men are. And I think most of that is because there's not a network, um, Who's got your six? Who's got your back? Right, right. You know, who's, who do you go to? Who do you call? And yeah, I think this isolation, like you're saying, um, it actually pay, we pay a dear price for that. Uh, eventually, we'll look back on it and regret the fact that we never had spiritual community or spiritual brothers or friends. I, I like uh, what I was reading um, uh, the other day in, in the book, The Christian Man, the one that you're quoted in. And he um, said that, that friendship has a Christian friendship, brotherhood, sisterhood has a um, has a peculiar math uh, in that it doubles the joys and cuts the sorrows in half. Absolutely. I love that. And 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 when we think about I saw in the news last night that for every person in the United States that has been diagnosed with COVID-19, 35 people have lost their job. Mm. And so what, you know, as, as difficult as this virus is and as, and as, as tragic and, and grief-filled as so many families are from it, there's another epidemic going on, too. And that is the, uh, the fear, the loss that comes with, with losing your job, your income, your livelihood, the security that goes with that. And in my experience is men tend to isolate even more. It's Absolutely. like we take a bad situation and make it worse. And let me tell you, this morning I got a, a text from somebody. I didn't recognize the number. And they just said, hey, thinking about you, how are you doing? And, you know, I'm a little leery of a, a number coming in asking 
that kind of question. Yeah. How so you I doing? Said, What's your social security number? Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't recognize the number. And he identified himself then. And it was a fellow that I worked with, um, golly, um, in 2000, 20 years ago. Wow. And he just felt like he needed to reach out to me and see how he was doing. And I think that's exactly what we have the opportunity to do now. You know, instead of, uh, you know, doing house projects, all house projects or playing with the kids or, or taking walks and saying hi to people from a distance, you know, who is it that you can reach out to just to check on? Um, because some people, men are isolated and they don't have that network to reach out to. But we who are sensitive to that can be that uh, maybe that, that one individual to give somebody hope and say, hey, uh, I am more somebody, something, and I'm more some, something to somebody and um, may alter their life because of it. Well, and you've committed your life to that ministry of connecting men to other men, helping the church figure out how to put men into discipleship groups, which was Jesus's model, right? He came and put a small exactly. group together. Can't deny that. And um, so I appreciate so much your ministry being committed to that. Uh, what would you say to the man out there um, today that does feel himself isolated, who feels uh, maybe even before the pandemic they felt this way? And when this pandemic is, when this quarantine is lifted, we're going to get back to what the new part of life looks like, um, whatever that looks like. Yeah. What advice would you give them, Clark? I'd say to reach out. Um, you know, just like my friend reached out to me. Uh, even though we may be needy, we can reach out to other people and say, hey, I just need somebody to talk to. And uh, maybe it's somebody you know that's a Christ follower and just ask them to pray for you. And I think that's the beginning of a relationship and a community that Christ uh, really uh, suggested mm-hmm. that we have, that uh, we are part of one another. We are part of a, a larger uh, uh, community of life. And that's how we care for one another. Um, one of my, my pastor, my current pastor said, we're not meeting in church right now. And that's how we're loving one another by not exposing them. But by the same token, one way we can love one another is by just loving one, one another and reaching out. But also if, if we're feeling isolated and feeling the walls close in, we've got to open up the walls by picking up the phone and doing what we're doing right now, talking. Um, and getting real, getting honest. I love that. And so uh, let's say if it's a man um, uh, who is uh, a a believer and is not yet um, got a place to express that belief or to nurture that belief in a small group, um, if they were to reach out to Man in the Mirror, is there anything that Man in the Mirror could do to help them maybe take a next step? Oh, absolutely. What would Uh, would that be? We've got a, a tremendous amount. You know, now, I am not a salesman, I know. Uh, but we have a tremendous amount of resources. Uh, and if you just look at maninthemirror.org uh, and look at the resource tab, there are just uh, a lot of resources. Like I said, there's Bible studies that you can uh, download. Um, you can re- download uh, a PDF for the uh, Christian man, which you talked about, uh, which is a study guide. And the great thing is that all you need to do is call up a buddy and say, hey, let's get this book and go through it online. Like uh, talk about it. Uh, there's a study guide or uh, do the Bible study together. Um, but Pat's written 22 books and I've not read one that's not been worth the read. Hmm. They, they're all on my hit list. Okay. Uh, they're all good. Um, and they're all there. Uh, off, here's the plug for Father's Day. We're selling the Christian man in paperback for less than $2 a book. Uh, a oh, book. Wow. 
if you buy a box of uh, 24 or 48 wow. and you can pass them out. Um, one of the things you can do, um, and I'm considering doing this with my neighbors um, who I know, but I don't know how connected they are to, uh, to other guys. And I'm just going to suggest that uh, we get together online to go through the, uh, the Christian man together and just, yeah. you know, every week go through a chapter. That's a great idea. Uh, yeah, I like the resource tab. I like the idea of downloading Bible studies and sermons and books and stuff. But what I think will make it leap off the page is when we're processing it with, with another guy, like you mentioned. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's it's it's not going it alone. Um, the, the wealth of it comes from uh, dialoguing about it. Yeah. Um, there's, a, there's a term called net out. What's your net out? You know, as you read this, what do you net from it? How does God speak to you about it? Mm -hmm. And we're different individuals. So, Mark, you may be reading something, the same thing I'm reading, and you may net out something totally different. Sure. And what's neat is both are right. Neither is wrong. And both can can help the other one in their our faith uh, grow a little bit more as a result of that. Yeah, that's that is that is very good. Well, I hope that you will consider going to maninthemirror.org and uh, looking at some of the resources there that they have. It's a tremendous ministry. I'm personally walking um, a group of about uh, 30 men every week through each chapter of this book. And so thank you, Pat, for writing it. And thank you, Clark, for um, turning me on to it. And um, it's, it's working well. It's, it's the conversations, it's the real conversations that men are looking to have, but just don't know who to have it with. Or yeah. and so yeah, everybody experiences it differently. You can also reach out to uh, four nineteen disciplemakers.org. There's a tremendous amount of resources there. This podcast is there. Uh, why don't you turn somebody on? To, uh, sh- send this podcast to somebody that you think might benefit from it, uh, and then um, reach out to us if we can help you in any in any way. And so, Clark, I know you. I really appreciate uh, what you do. Uh, not just today. I appreciate this, of course, but. Um, the advice that I heard you give to a man today is to reach out, is to just go through the Rolodex, look through the cell phone, think through your neighbors, and just reach out to someone exactly. to just begin having conversation. You know, yes, definitely. And I'd like to, to also say, if uh, you go onto org and look at, uh, gosh, I can't remember the tab. I think it's uh, find an area director close to you. Uh, we've got a hundred right now, area directors across the nation. Okay. And uh, find the closest one, find your state, find who it is and reach out. And uh, they can help you and or your church uh, create that small group environment where uh, you might be able to find that, that camaraderie. Um, you know, we have a saying, uh, who's your foxhole friend? Uh, you know, who's your if, foxhole friend? Yeah, some, if stuff hits the fan at 2 o'clock in the morning, who are you going to call? Yeah. And unfortunately, a lot of men don't have that foxhole friend. Yeah. But uh, we're all about helping create that environment where the Spirit of God can move among the brothers to create that uh, camaraderie. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I've, I've got people who do anything. Uh, they would welcome my call at any any moment of the day. Yeah. Uh, and uh, likewise, I know who I can call, but a lot of guys don't have that. And that goes back to the isolation that we haven't built a, 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 a system around us, a, a group of a band of brothers yeah. around us that uh, have our back. Um, well, getting connected, um, it brings life, it brings vitality, it brings clarity. Uh, and we'll either find a way or we'll find an excuse, won't we? Uh, yeah. 
to, yeah. to, to get connected. So I appreciate you so much coming on, uh, sharing with our listeners. Um, again, if you, uh, thank you, Clark, Clark Miller, uh, man in the mirror ministries. If you, um, desire to, uh, get some more resources from them, please go to man in the mirror.org or, or our website four nineteen disciplemakers.org. We just want to help you be a resource for you. Let us know, um, how we can uh, better serve you. I pray that you continue to, uh, survive, uh, and thrive in what is something that I would say all of us have never seen, which is a global pandemic with a quarantine of staying at home. As you told me when we came on, Clark, this will pass. We will, will. come out of this. And uh, and God has new plans forward for all of us. So be encouraged. Uh, be encouraged by that. Thank you, Clark, for your time today. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Mark. For more information, check out our website, 419disciplemakers.org. Join us again next week as we continue our conversation on the 419 Disciple Makers podcast.